Welcome, welcome. Welcome back to our channel, The Lounge. Today is Let's Talk number four. We have a very special guest, Maya Selva from Maya Selva Cigars. She is an incredible person that has taken the brand to another level. And today we want to know, you know, how did you get into the industry and what made you pursue making a new cigar brand? It was quite romantic, I will say. Well, thank you. Thank you, Gable Cigar Shop. Yeah. Beautiful. Really nice. Um, I miss my country. Mm -hmm. Nostalgia. Where were you originally from? I was studying, well, I I graduated uh, in France. And uh, I was really missing my country. So I wanted to find a link between Honduras and Europe. Mm. And uh, smoke is just perfect, you know, because it's like, it's a blend. For me, cigars are an agricultural product. And so you never forget a little bit the valleys, the mountains, the place from where the tobacco comes from. Uh, So coming with a cigar, it was like cooking, Mm -hmm. like a blend. And I wanted to highlight the taste of the tobacco from the Jamastran Valley. True. And what year was this that you started? That was in, well, the, the project started in 1992, and the first box was sold in Paris in 19, March 1995. Wow. So, we so you consider, guys are pretty established then. Yeah, we consider that a uh, 23rd year. Mm. You know? Wow. Yeah. So we're getting close to the 25th anniversary. It's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. Anything special planned for that? Oh, yes. We're, st- we're already working on it. Yeah. You know? So the 25th anniversary would be 2020? Yes. Oh, wow. That's a nice figure, yeah. 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 Uh, has it been hard for a woman to try and break through into the industry? Did you feel any like well, I believe friction that trying to get into it? For all new actors... It's never easy. It's mm-hmm. not an easy industry. Yeah, even for men, you're saying. Even for men, yeah. yeah. And uh, what do you be your reaction if they present to you a beautiful car and they say to you, well, the engineer, the design, everything have been done by a woman. You know, there are some fields that are very male exclusivity. Yeah, male dominant. Yeah. Dominant. Uh, so I believe that uh, at the beginning I mainly hide myself I didn't want people to know that there was a girl behind uh, the main point was taste the cigar you know to yeah try it try it yeah make it try uh, and then if they find out that there was a girl behind a woman why not yeah but not put it on front line of course yeah because it it was you know, depending on the man, it will be like, oh, I want to taste this, you yeah. know. Or, no, this is not serious. Yeah. You know, so to gain the legitimacy, um, it's kind of... Yeah, it, know, was a, it was a work in progress It was type. a work in process. This is normal. This yeah. Normal. But now you feel that you've, you've made it, though. Well, uh, we have 10% of the market share in France, so I believe it's a nice market share. Yeah. In Germany, yeah. you know, we must be the fourth the fifth brand in whole Europe we're considered as the fifth brand mm. the first well after Davidoff the first non-Cuban brand wow. and that's where we compete and that's where we establish in Germany you're saying uh, well in Germany your, Switzerland the EU uh, yeah the EU the mm. EU you know in 23 years we have progress in all around that's now our natural territory and it, for me 
it's great because they're very picky. Mm-hmm. They're very into testing. They love testing wine. They love testing you know, yeah. whiskey, yeah, yeah. single malts, this and that. And it really means that my idea of coming with a taste, with a proposal of blend, mm-hmm. uh, was accurate. Uh, it made sense. Yeah, it made sense for the time and location. Exactly. Yeah. So, was this was this like a family business before? Or you oh, were the no, no, first no. person well, to venture. No, no, no. I started from scratch. Yeah. It's a. Uh, how old were you when you when you when you decided to do that? You never asked that to a Yeah, woman. no, no. But my fo- my follow up question was like, if if your family was was trying to support you or, or no, how did no, 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 no. They were like, you know, I have good diplomas, good. Uh, you know, I was supposed to work for big companies or yeah. things like that. Not to go into this entrepreneur facet that you can have in life. Of course. So. Um, you know, they, they thought that the idea was a little bit bizarre. Yeah. And, uh, well, I started, uh, I started, I was 27. Wow. Yeah, so pretty, you were really young when you started it then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, five years ago wasn't that long ago either, so. Uh, so. So, going into the industry, what are some of your favorite aspects of being a part of this giant world that, that we live in now? Like a giant world, I mean, like specifically cigars. Like, what do you enjoy the most about being in the industry? What are you saying? Some I of like your the fields. The fields? Oh, yes. Yeah. I feel very comfortable. Uh, I needed to wait like at least 10 years, you know, to get to have my own farm. Mm-hmm. But that will be the place I will enjoy most. And I always thought that that's where quality will start, you know, when you, when you want to cook. Yeah. Ingredients, you know, the ingredients is important, and and to understand what was going on on the on the field, I thought it was really fascinating, and then the factory, yeah, the factory is is a magical thing, you know, because you have all all the group, all the people uh, in the company, that if one makes a mistake, there's more than three hundred, four hundred pairs of hand. Mm-hmm from the beginning to the box. And if one makes a mistake, maybe you don't see it, yeah. but it ruins everything that happened before, before you mm-hmm. know? And then when a cigar is perfect, very well done, well rolled, and that it corresponds to your mood, mm-hmm. it's magic. Yeah, it is. It is like... One of my biggest problems when I'm smoking is I'll be in a really good mood. I want to smoke a cigar, and then it just doesn't burn right, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" It's so frustrating. It is. It's super frustrating. It's really frustrating. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, like, look at the ash on this cigar. Can you see? Yeah, that's crazy. You know, it's really, and that's what that's you know what we are trying to do in the cigar business mm-hmm. to say this totally handmade product. Yeah, it's a work of you art. Know, agricultural that depends on you know the season what happened rain yeah. and it depends on each human being that took care of this tobacco lane yeah when it gets to be what it is now this yeah you feel joy you know mm-hmm. it's it's 3 years 3 years, three years to make it happen yeah you know so um your favorite part is definitely working on it. Yeah. You love being focused on your... You're, you're being like an artist 
No, yeah, without, yeah. like not joking. You're like an artist that, you know, their favorite part of an artist is being able to sit down in front of a canvas and being able to just paint. And that's kind of like what you do with these cigars. Even the labels, they're kind of like a work of art. Maybe not the kumpai, but those, oh, I mean... even the kumpai. Yeah, Can yeah. Can you imagine the tobacco that comes from the, a volcano field? Yeah. It's such... Yeah, I mean, yeah, the grapes it, that grow for wine in the, in the volcanic soil... Yeah, it's, it's like, different. It is, it's, it is. It is different. Yeah. So, and if the magic, you know, if what you're looking for is this instant of pleasure, mm-hmm. that the cigar you're having correspond to your mood, to you're excited or you're tired or whatever. And that's why I believe that cigar is a culture. Because you need to a know culture? about... Culture? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, you need to know about mm-hmm. a lot of cigars yeah. in order... To make happen this moment where mm-hmm. the cigar you're picking up is the one that corresponds. Of course. To- That's one of my biggest things is, of course, I could, like someone could walk into the store and I could try and sell them a $30 cigar. But unless, one, they have to know about cigars to enjoy the quality, you know, sometimes of mm-hmm. the $30 cigar. And then second of all, I could sell it to you, but then you won't, I don't know if it's going to be right for your moment in time. And then, you know. You're not going to enjoy it the way it's supposed to be enjoyed. And that's the knowledge And they're not going to come back, of course. You know, yeah, yeah. With cigars. So, so uh, all these parameters, you know, but then when it happens, it's perfect. Yeah. It's really perfect. So yeah. what, was the, what was the first line that you came out with when you started? The first one was Flor de Selva. The first one. That, one's Th- that was the first one. And uh, I worked very close with Nestor Plasencia, mm. you know, and he, he had come, went back to Nicaragua. And uh, he invited me and said, come and look. You, you like fields, you like, you know, el terruño and what's going on. Come and see and understand this tobacco is different. So I went to Nicaragua. I was really totally on the shock compared to Honduras. The, you know, the, the land is different. And so we started working and we were in 1987. And for me, the challenge was to do an 100% Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Because you can have two approach. You can have the approach, I'm going to do the blend of my dreams, you know, yeah. what I like, blah, 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 blah. or I want to work with this tobacco from this land, with this. And so you need to really understand this tobacco in yeah. order to to a blend that will highlight, mm-hmm. you know, the best of that tobacco. You need to understand the tools before you could just go out and paint. You know, it's not a watercolor painting. It's not no. the same as an oil pastel. So, you, you know, you start playing, playing, playing. And we ended up launching the first Kumpai, so 100% Nicaragua. It was in 1999. So this is pure Nicaragua. Pure Yeah, it's really that, good. That was the challenge. Yeah. You know, do a pure Nicaragua and respect the philosophy of the company. hmm you know, Which is a nice, easy, what I imagine to be nice, easy going. It's not going to be I don't want me. something aggressive. I want something different. Yeah. That, you know, you always like what you know. Mm-hmm. That is. Of course. The, the way it works. Yeah. You know, it, something new is always something that you need to understand to make an effort. And so I'm going to talk about Euro because it's really the market I know. In Europe, there were used of the taste the flavor of tobacco from a beautiful island mm. that I believe you know. 
And we're not going to name it. <laughs> we're not going to name it. And so coming with a cigar that I did not pretend to copy mm-hmm. or to, but that would come with its own personality. Of course, it's, it's unique. Its own mm-hmm. character. And to put it in this logic of, look, cigars, they come from a land. Mm-hmm. It's an agricultural product. So give it a chance, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Do not expect... Of course. What you're used to. Yeah. This is something different. Of course, of course. So with Flor de Selva, we made it happen. And when we came with Kumpai, there's a roasted taste that is very specific to... To the Kumpai. To the Kumpai, you know? But we want it to be smooth. We want it to be round, to be... Of course. You know, Leathery. Uh, and earthy. they have uh, aromas. and Yeah, yeah. People were very different. Yeah. They were like, ooh, this is really different. Yeah. And the big surprise, in 2001, we had a trophy from Cigar Journal for the Kumpai. Um, that or people will dislike it or they will really fall in love. Yeah. And so Kumpai is really the cigar with aficionados, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the, the people that know, it. know, they're very loyal to it yeah. because it's very different. Yeah, I feel that. No, yeah. I really love the cigar. Every time someone asks me for like a nice, light, short smoke, I'm always mm-hmm. like, go with the Kumpai. It can't go wrong with you. And and the thing is, like, it's Nicaraguan and you'd expect it to, you know, have some pepper mm-hmm. because the Nicaraguans usually sure. have more of that yeah, t- the flavor. It absolutely does not have any of that in a good way, in a good way, because it's nice and leathery and you still get the full flavor. It's crazy. You get full flavor and it's like a nice, smooth smoke all throughout. It's a really good cigar. Yeah, it's amazing because sometimes to beginners, to beginners, I prefer to give, you know, the Connecticut wrapper collection exactly. from Flor de Selva. Mm-hmm. But sometimes yeah, the one that I, comes in the two, I always, exactly, yeah. I always give that one to beginners yeah, as well. That, that is that is a classic. Yeah, in it Europe, is. That is the classic from the house, you know, it's like... It's everywhere. Yeah. Because you, you cannot miss it. and But sometimes you have these beginners, when you talk to them, they're like, mm, I like this very specific single malt or this very specific bourbon. I like this very specific chocolate. And I'm like, you know what? Your first cigar will be a compai. Yeah. Because it has so much aroma. It's yeah. sophisticated. Yeah. You know? It has complexity. And it's not- yeah. It's not a kick in the face either. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a, it's an amazing blend, really, really. And tobacco from Nicaragua, wow. Yeah. It has been really interesting to work with it. So like, this is obviously the present right now, what you have on the market. Anything that you could tell us about what's coming in the future, in Oof. the next couple of years? I know you so, guys like to be secretive about your chess pieces. Yeah, because it's always, you know... Uh, it's a game, it's a giant game, of course. The idea has been, you know, work with tobacco from places. So we have Honduras, we have Nicaragua. And that is something I really love, mm-hmm. you know, to try to find an identity, to come with a blend with the identity of a place. So we're working on that facet of, uh, you know... Branching of, uh, out into yeah, other locations type? Other, other location. That is one direction. And then what we have noticed is that Flor de Selva Classic, Robusto. That is a classic. But every year the, the crop is different. So there's a small evolution. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you really have beautiful tobacco. And so we are doing some special edition with limited tobacco bells that mm-hmm. we know that we cannot introduce as a regular. Of course, because you won't have the supply to... Yeah. yeah. 
And so we are, you know, working on that things. We want to celebrate our 25th anniversary. So we are really working on that to see. For this year, for the U.S. market, last year in Europe we have launched the Via Samorano Reserva, which is one of our hits. That's our big hit in Europe. Yeah. And uh, Via Samorano is a very democratic cigar. Uh, three years ago, 2018 to 2015, uh, we started working with an Habano wrapper from the Jamastran Valley, from the farm. And yeah, so in now, Honduras. In Honduras. And so now we're able to do a whole production. So last year we have launched the Via Samorano Reserva, and it will be available. You're the first one to know this. Oh, it man. will be available in the U.S. now in June. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is going to air a week before June, so, so it's going to be right so, on time. So, yeah. That's nice. You know, That's so great. That, that is the, the, the new things for the U.S. market. That's cool. You know? So it's a traditional cigar. You know, It's yeah. not like the trendy things, mm -hmm. but it's a very classic, tasty, quite a, you know, an everyday nice cigar. Yeah. Complexity. Oh, always. Yeah. Always, always. 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 It's, always. A, it's a work the, of art, your yeah, cigars, the for real. No, the house is, I know. You know it's, and it's great. Like, even the Maduro that you're smoking right now, it has, you'd expect it, especially being from, like, the South American region, that it'd be, like, you know, like a really strong, really heavy cigar. It's not. It's not. That with a nice cup of coffee mm. or a nice light single malt whiskey, maybe even a port wine, it would go delicious. Oh, you haven't yeah, tried it with port? No, that's port? a good idea. Yeah, port mm. is amazing with cigars. You know, that's a good idea. This one is dangerous. Yeah, the torch. Ooh, this is efficient. You know that we do, we do testing? Yeah. And... Uh, and, and combinations with different uh, styles of, of lighting with tea mm, you know yeah. with uh, well of course the espresso the Maduro is incredible with chocolate chocolate you know, dark chocolate yeah and it's funny you take I'm glad you, I'm, wait I'm glad you said this because I was telling my dad the other day I was like you know we need to have chocolate here because some people like eating chocolate with cigars and he was like no one likes eating chocolate with cigars I don't know what you're talking about man right right He's, he's gonna he's gonna hear this later. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. What were you saying though? You try it with chocolate? This one goes with chocolate. Right. It's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. You know, not very dark. Sixty percent cacao. Mm -hmm. You know, sixty. You can go to like 70. a dark chocolate. Dark chocolate, but not, you know, not the nineties and of things course, like yeah. that. Of course, yeah. Pure chocolate, yeah. straight from the, from the. And it's, and you combine it with this, you know, single malt. You put, just. A, a drop of water just and you do the three yeah yeah <gasps> oof yeah yeah oof yeah I'm a big wine Fun. guy so like I love uh, drinking port with uh, with my cigars and they pair very well the first I'm time gonna, I, I, you know they were cute to me I the, like the idea the first time I had port it was because I had it and I was like man this tastes like rum I was like, mm -hmm. it tastes like rum or, or whiskey. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have to try this with a cigar. And then a week later after that class, I, I had a cigar with a porn. I was like, this is marvelous. I love this. The perfect combination. Yeah. That is cigars. That's mm -hmm. the cigar world. I mean, you, you never to, stop learning. Exactly. Uh -huh. you, you need to discover, you know, you need, it's part of the discipline, you know, to keep on testing different things. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, have the, 
that miracle when it everything fits. Yeah, you know, it's it's the same with. I mean, we talk about the cigar world obviously because we're in it, but it's the same for any world that you're in. If you like dancing, you have to learn the new dance moves. You have to learn the new beats. It's Never it's stop. like everything in life. You have to keep learning. Never stop. Yeah. Never stop. Never stop. But that's the exciting part. And concerning the company, we have opened the company here three years ago already. So we're going slow, you know, trying mm -hmm. to build up. It's the big challenge. But uh, we also started in Asia. Where? In Asia. 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 Yeah, and it's... Gone great. Great. Yeah. And, and you know, in, in our home market, I would say Europe, is doing great. So you have all this legislation against cigars. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you notice all this enthusiasm. Yeah. You know, of young guys coming willing to taste to get into this thing of cigars yeah so it's um it's an exciting moment for that yeah and we are trying honduras has recognized uh this yeah to be i don't know the word in english in spanish is patrimonio cultural intangible the intangible fatherland como se dice patrimonio cultural patrimonio you know the UNESCO? It's like a... Uh, no. Uh, no. ¿Cómo se dice? One more time. Patrimonio cultural intangible. It's like the cultural fatherland entanglement. De la República. Yeah, of the Republic. Yeah. yeah. Totally handmade. It's considered as part of our So there's kind of like a, an overseeing body that regulates how that will, they're made. That, so we're, that will be next step. Oh, right? yeah. You know? In order, you know, to say this is handmade, this is traditional, it's handcrafted, so like, and not get confused with other things that are done with the tobacco leaf. Exactly. There's a, there's a regulating body, which is, I imagine, what you're talking about, that oversees the production of whiskey in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So to be a bourbon, it has to be made specifically in, like, old sherry barrels old burnt no burned oak barrels and okay. this and this and this exactly. so i imagine that's what you're talking about so an overseeing body that regulates how it's made and make sure that to qualify as a honduran cigar it has to follow these steps right so it will be a label yeah so i'm very excited just with that project i'm very excited yeah because they will really you know that uh, that aficionado was, will know mm -hmm. and you increase the knowledge and yeah. sensitivity you know this is totally handmade. Yeah. So you can and have follows, bad surprise. Yeah. You know, you can have one that is was not well rolled. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> one out of 20. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it's totally handmade. And yeah. that is really part of the magic. Cool. Yeah. So a lot of things going on. A, a lot, lot of things coming. A lot. A lot. Well, thank you, Maya Selva, the artist behind the brand, Maya Selva Cigars, Maya Selva herself, the, the myth, the legend. Tomorrow is Whiskey Wednesday. We'll catch you guys. Any last words you want to give to the audience? Enjoy. Enjoy. That will be my last word. Cool. And thank you. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll catch you tomorrow.